welcome to episode 395 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I have Jeremy. Winchester Tuttonville. Justin. It's just another day in paradise. Uh, I got two coupons for paradise. It's an icy treat that's oh so nice. We gave a, a we had a get together thing for work, and uh, we gave away two tickets to Magic Springs. We have a get together so for like, work all the time. It's called like, work. So I was saying, two tickets to Magic Springs. And nobody's like, whatever, man. Mine's funnier because it's for paradise, which is the tropical flavored ice. Yeah, but it's magic springs. Like, they have hot springs. It's not parrot springs. And then they have magic springs. It just spurts out magic. Seth really wants to go ride the roller coaster. I don't know. Do they they have one? Duh. I I thought they have multiple now. Yeah. They've got like three. I haven't been to a magic spring since I was a kid. A magic springs? There's only one. Jeremy, what's going on? Oh, where to start? Let's see. We'll start with House Flipper, because that's probably... Uh-huh. Ah. Three days after I was on the last show. Um, so, House Flipper, as as the title sounds, is where you go buy houses, and then you fix them up mm-hmm. to sell them to someone else. Um, so, basically, in this game, what happens is... Damn it! I took away the clicky pin. Matt stole the pin I was going to click over and over. I still heard clicking. You were you were know. making it happen with something. Well, it's his headset. He's like moving his arms around his headset so it makes it. Yeah, so it shakes and stuff like that. I hate I, these now fucking I, headsets. Now I don't I was know a, what to do with my. Uh, listeners will attest that it was a different clicking sound than the uh, the sound that the headsets make. Uh, Your Honor, if you would, please note exhibit <laughs> A. It sounded oh, like a clicky okay. pin. It, it was, was like clicky, clicky pin man. sounds, and then, and then Jeremy going, "Damn it! He took away my clicky and pin!" And I was like, that, "What?" <laughs> that ripped it from my from my cold live hands. Cold live hands, huh? All right, give give okay. it a, give it a few minutes in this in this room. It's nah. not going to be very cold anymore. My hands aren't cold anymore. Um. Anyway, so when you start off in the game, um, you don't really have enough money to buy a house. So they have all these scenarios set up where basically basically you're a contractor. You have to go and fix up people's houses that they've bought or they're trying to sell. Um, It's a lot of cleaning. Yeah. Um, You're like, Jesus, what's happening in this house? It's like horrors, right? Yeah. There's a lot of newspapers. uh, I I watched, I should say, I should say I watched a, a giant bomb click a quick look of this. So I have yeah. a general idea of how this game works. And it does appear that every single house you go into had homeless people living in it. <laughs> the only so thing that's missing them, is like syringes and, and meth spoons and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of them, one of the houses is called like drug house <laughs> and you have to go clean up after the drug addicts. Um, one of them's college students they had rented it to college students and you have to go and mm. there's probably like 300 wine bottles you have to pick up individually Ugh. um there's cockroaches matt and there's yeah. cockroaches. cockroach yeah. infestations you suck those but up you with just a suck them with a vacuum cleaner right yeah yeah, yeah. You suck them up with a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> that's what i do with my cockroaches i just grab the vacuum cleaner ah just suck them up well apparently that's how you get rid of cockroaches that's exactly it <laughs> little cylinder there yeah it's um, that easy. There's totally not, you know, just as many, if not more, in the actual walls of the place. It's just the ones you can see. Yeah. Um, 
So once you get enough money, you go buy houses, and these are basically the same thing. They're mm-hmm. they've been trashed, or right. there's one that's that's been burned, and you have to clean up everything and replace all the stuff. Um, you can you can kind of tell that it's not an American game because every house has a radiator in every room. Well, it could be American <laughs> game. It could just be Northern. Yeah, radiators that he stole my pencil. I was going to tap. I don't know how common. I've never I'm just like this. <laughs> I hope those weren't like expensive, <laughs> expensive graphic novels you just raked into the floor. They're not. All right, continue on. Uh, there's one. It's called like Family House, and you go inside, and there's. It's obvious that there's been a murder. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, really? Oh yeah. There's blood all over the floor, and then bloody pr- footprints that lead out to the swimming pool, and you can see all the oh, Jesus. Rooms. You can see all the rooms where someone was murdered in, and you have to clean all that up and then sell the house. And you find a, a bloody uh, teddy bear outside <laughs> in the swimming pool area. I don't remember if there were any toys. There had to be though. Um, and then as you're as you're fixing up these houses, there's like a list of sellers over to the side that that are saying things. So you try to accommodate each separate person. You get an achievement if you sell them a house. So at the end, when you're done with the house, they'll tell you what they liked and disliked about it and make you an offer. Um, and then it saves all that. So like the millennial guy, he doesn't see any need for a kitchen. So if okay. your first house has a kitchen in it, he's like, "What do I need this kitchen for?" Uh, that's the that's what they ascribe to millennials. Like of all the the weird, like admittedly changing things about young people, apparently they decided millennials just have no need for a kitchen. Yeah, he doesn't. They need don't kitchens. know no millennials cook I think, at all. I think he, uh, I think he likes electronics and absolutely will not buy a house if it has a kitchen because he sees no need for it. Probably just. Where's he going to put his uh, refrigerator and microwave? Because unless he just plans on eating out entirely. Put it in the, uh, Are millennials killing that. eating out? Isn't, isn't that one of the... I just realized, like, one of the, uh, you know, millennials are killing articles is millennials are killing eating out. <laughs> like, well, he'll anyway. Just, he'll just, uh, you know, he'll just um, have mini fridges in every single room. You know, <laughs> next to the radiator. Yeah, next to the radiator or the towel radiator in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, but then uh, the other people, like there's one lady, she wants you to hang up a lot of pictures, and uh-huh. um, the old people want plants, and the it's, the family, the the people that have like three kids and grandma, they want a separate bedroom for each person. With a desk, and there has to be a big family room for everybody to hang out it, in. It sounds like it's a horrible pizza tycoon game where, like, you get feedback. Well, like- it's if you like the house building on The Sims, you'll probably like this game. Okay. If you don't like the house building thing, you probably don't like this game. It uh, so it's it it's looks made- more complicated than house building on The Sims. I mean, it looks like you have to actually like knock walls down, and then you is it really that easy to put a wall up? It is that easy to put a wall up. Well, I saw, like, oh. there was a lot of detail, apparently, in sh- installing a shower. Yes, like, installing a shower to, takes forever. You had to, like, do a this bunch is of also, and doors. This, this, and, was wor- this was made in collaboration with the people that built Car Mechanic Simulator. So, oh, for real? Yeah. So, like, huh. when you go to change Makes it a lot out, of sense. 
like an electrical socket, you have to unscrew the screws from the plate and then unscrew the socket and pull it out. And then you have to plug each wire in separately and then put it back and screw the screw in the middle and put the plate mm-hmm. back on and screw it. But for the most part, you don't, the shower's the worst. And it's, um, it's a lot of, I guess, busy work, right? Like from what I saw, the the whole joy of the game is the satisfaction of cleaning and fixing up a house. There's no, you don't have to figure anything out. They they highlight the next thing you click on, right? If if you're doing a house for somebody else, yes. If you're if you go buy the house and fix it up, you can do whatever you want with it. It doesn't tell you. What well, to do. what I mean is like to install a shower. Um, yeah, just like car mechanic. It's like showing you the next thing yeah, 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 and yeah. starts glowing and you just click on it. Right. Um that part was kind of annoying. Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense, right? I mean like why have such level of detail in that if all cuz there's no challenge, right? It's after not, after about the 10th it, shower it's you're just like you clicking on shit. Like it's not a challenge. Like yeah. And the the thing yes. there's not a lot of there's a good amount of options, but there's not a lot of options. Yeah. Um, there's only like two to three dressers. However, they're Ikea's. And so instead of calling it like Malm, they call it Mal. And I can't, they have my dresser and mine and Mandy's nightstands like exactly. And the name is just like they switch two letters in it. Yeah. I'm like, I, that's just funny. Take a picture of something from IKEA. I think IKEA is gonna like kind of get mad about this. I'm just saying. That's really funny. Um, I will say I'm sitting in an IKEA computer chair right now, and it is the best computer chair I've ever owned. I've never gone out of my way to buy like a really fancy computer chair, admittedly. And this is not also well, not a fancy computer chair. Right now, I thought it was pretty fancy. I got my. I have to say. Oh yeah. The. Uh, yeah. No, this one's way better than that one. For me, anyway. The Serta one that I bought at Office Depot last year has now lasted longer than any chair without... uh, It didn't cost any more than a normal chair. But it's lasted longer without some part of it breaking off or the seat wobbling than any chair I've had before. I'm pretty happy with that. Um, There's... Anyway, there's not a lot of options. And, like, if... If you want, if you almost everybody's house has a shower, there's no bathtub, and you can't put in a bathtub if the house came with a shower. And that annoys me because one of the guys wants two bathtubs in his house, not in the same room. And every house is just like shower, shower. And you can't, um, can you not re, can you not, you can't add fixtures. Okay. So you so, couldn't. So you can't change up a room. Wherever the pipes are, that's where they are. You can't tear down the wall that has the pipes in it. You can tear down all the walls around it. This is like a mediocre kind of like house flipper. Like I mean, like it just sounds like it's like a entry level house flipper. And I would want this, way this more game, detailed. Like I would, I would hope that they would open it up for modding because there's so much that you could do Ooh. with this game. They just didn't. Well, I just think of like back in the '90s when we were like looking at. Like we had home design, yeah, you know, it seemed like you could do a lot of stuff in that, and that, and it sounds like this is more like it's got. To be fair, this is. I, w- I was thinking, I was like, why can't I even tear down this wall? But it's house flipper and not house builder. So, but I feel yeah. like they could they could make a 
somebody could make a mod to allow you to build new stuff. And you can't do anything outside either. But the flipping aspect is just an AI coming in and giving you a quote based on what parameters they want. Basically. I mean, like, like, all the all the development effort should have went into the house building and the house it should be called like house maker and you could have a mod that makes it into a house flipper game yeah. i mean um you can't do anything outside either so if you get this house that's all grown up on the outside with weeds <laughs> and stuff when you get done with it they're still there you just it's like okay there's the keys and you'll probably need a lawnmower yeah you can't plant flowers or do any kind of curb appeal stuff um it, it Overall, makes- though, much like Car Mechanic Simulator, I got about three-fourths of the way through and was like, okay, I'm done clicking on stuff now. It makes me think of, uh, uh, you know, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, all those Walmart games. You know, the games that would be like $20 or $15, $10, sitting there just in the CD thing. Yeah. And they would like have like, it'd be like a murder mystery or like some kind of like, all these weird, like obscure, like independent seeming, like just like a search game. Yeah, it's just like it's just like a game that was whipped up in the you know a month or two and pushed. And the out. thing with this, I don't know when they started development, but like it got pushed back a bunch of times yeah. to the point where people, wow, whenever it got delayed from April twenty whatever to May twenty first or twenty third, um, like people posted they're like that's it i'm not buying this game you've pushed it back too many times and i'm like okay <laughs> like like what <laughs> what you've pushed this back too much i'm not gonna buy it when it finally comes out even though i'm super excited about this concept yeah i don't understand that i don't either it's like just yeah let them, if the game you would be complaining even more if you bought it and it was shit yeah. like didn't work shit yeah not i i give it i give it a three out of three, five. Okay. Out of five. I give it a three. It's mediocre. If they either open up modding or they add to it, it could quickly become a four. But yeah. there's a lot of stuff it needs. Right. There's only one TV. It'd be like having it's a like train a big simulator. 55 inch, which some rooms does not work. Nothing really changes. Just like the skin on the outside changes if you train trains or something. Right. Oh, and when, when you build the houses, so the first one that you get, it's, uh, there's four rooms. There's the bathroom, the kitchen, the living room, and a bedroom. And then, so I fixed that up and sold it. And then I went, it was like, oh, this house has been on fire. And I'm like, okay, I'll go get this one on fire. It's the same house. It's just that this one's been burned. Um, How do you fix the burn? You paint over it and <laughs> um, <laughs> you put it's down, fire, you yeah, cover it up. Damage. You just cover it up is what happens. <laughs> it's fire damage here. I just paint over it. You, you, you cover it up. Um, It'd be like you, you well, walk into one house and it's just got like a foot of water on the ground and it's like, okay, uh, clean it up. It. It's been there for two weeks. <laughs> it's like, uh, I think when they have like dirty walls and stuff, you just paint over it, right? You don't actually clean the walls. Mm-hmm. I think in that game, oh, you, yeah. just, you just paint over it. The walls. Because I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I'll wash paint, it and I do if it. You, I mean, you, you wash the walls. but If you paint yeah. over a dirty wall, it's still dirty. Okay. And you still have to clean it. Um. But they did. Apparently, they had an April Fool's joke that was Apocalypse Flipper, to where you could build your own bunker, and they just went ahead and turned that into DLC. So some of the houses have sure. bunkers underneath, 
and you can go down there and there's three people. There's one that's wearing like a gas mask and he wants everything simple, no furniture, just what he needs to survive. Um, there's this redneck guy that wants like lots of guns and plenty of food and water and stuff. And then, um, a lady that's kind of in between the two and you can go down there and, and you can, uh, some of these bunkers have like four or five rooms in a row and you can set up, uh, an underground shelter. And that's actually pretty cool. You can turn it into a fallout well, shelter. You, if you stock enough guns and ammo and wait long enough, you don't need to stock that much food. Am I right? <laughs> Everybody's irradiated, Justin. And make and make friends with all the other uh, doomsday preppers mm-hmm. in in your local vicinity. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> now I'm imagining a guy, you know, like they have meetings together to talk yeah. about how to make better yeah. bunkers. And the one guy's like, "So, kind of defenses yeah, you got in yours? <laughs> what are you are you stocking up? Uh, oh, that's interesting. You should probably stock up. Well, what if someone does? And he just. And he's like, well, what if someone does this? And he asked that enough times until the guy says, well, I guess I just, I'll be screwed in that scenario. And you're like, well, yeah, I guess you will be. <laughs> Why don't we all build tunnels to each other's bunkers that connect? I'll keep the keys. <laughs> uh, all right. So after that, let's see. So we went to Eureka Springs and went to the Crescent Hotel, which is. Oh, that place is the cool. Most haunted. Did you do the tour? Yeah, we went on the ghost tour. Um, they cool. locked us. Oh, so you, okay. So go ahead. It used to be a hospital for something. Yeah, like an insane. It was place, a, and the the guy that ran it would try all kinds of crazy shit on. Yeah, it was crazy the cancer people. curable hospital. Yeah, and snake oil. Yeah, he told people that they would cure cancer, but they couldn't. And so, whenever the people were about to die, he would move them over to this other building, and they would die there. And then he'd take them down to the morgue. So we went to the morgue and. Guys, like, all right. So, if anybody wants, you can go into the freezer, and I'll close the door and turn the light off. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I'll go. And Wyatt's like, I want to go. I was like, okay, but you got to be quiet when he turns the light off. And he's like, okay. So we go in there and they close the door and turn the light off. And for the first time in his life, Wyatt was quiet for like 60 seconds. And then the guy he was convening with the spirits. And then, and then they let us out. And Wyatt was like, that was cool. Like oh okay, um, child has a broken fear sensor. Yeah, he is not afraid of anything. Um, <clears throat> we didn't we didn't see any ghosts. They did show us the part. They did show us a clip from Ghost Hunters where they had gotten like this. I imagine they showed you a clip from Ghostbusters. No, they showed <laughs> like, us a clip from Ghost Hunters. <laughs> Ghost Hunters went to the Crescent Hotel and they got this uh, heat. Uh, one of those heat thermal cameras. Okay, yeah. They got a thermal camera image of like this guy standing between uh, Grant and this cabinet. And so we go into that room and the cabinet's there. And I went over and tapped on it and it was metal. And I was like, that was a goddamn reflection. You sons of bitches. This is a metal cabinet. Uh, wait. Metal cabinet. Weird. Worked that way? Yes. It works in mirrors too. Why? Because heat radiation is the same as light radiation. It's not fully bright. It's much dimmer. But it reflects the same way. Um, I will say that uh, when I was there, I was with a, a group of people for a, a wedding. And uh, I mean, the wedding wasn't there, but we, we all went there. And they and people were taking pictures, uh, lots of pictures. And they did 
get some pictures that had some like weird discolorations on it. Like I'm I'm not gonna go, oh ghosts, but you know, we couldn't explain it. We also so there was this building that had this old sign that had faded that had been painted on it and it was like Undertakers and Mortuary. And I was like, oh that's cool. And on the other side of it they have um it's like another ghost tour, but you can go yourself. They have catacombs underneath Eureka Springs before they built the street because Eureka Springs are built on the side of mountains. And so in order to get mm-hmm. the street to where people could actually use it, they kind of built up in front of what used to be the city. So underneath the city, there's another city and the yeah. doors and windows and everything are down there. And there's all these um, stalactites coming down from where the rainwater has seeped through the road. And um, supposedly it's haunted too. They give you, they give you like this, uh, they give you a smartphone it's got like a crappy smartphone, so you don't steal it. But it's got like this app on it, and like words pop up because it's hearing ease. <laughs> and so we're holding. It, and it <laughs> says like it says like John, wow. and wow. it says like apparition, and <laughs> it's uh, like ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they give you these crystals. I give you these crystals, and you you hold it up in front of you, and you ask a yes or no question, <laughs> and you have. You have to find your yes and your no. Oh, okay. So, whenever you ask a question, what is and that? This, this confirmation actually, bias. I don't know. This actually, it actually worked. Like I held it completely still, uh-huh. and I asked it a question. The answer to was yes, and it swung away from me and back. And then I didn't move at all and asked it a no question, and it started moving left to right without me doing any like. Now, it didn't do anything when I was talking to the ghosts, but if I asked it a question that I knew the answer to, it would go in a different direction, and I thought that was super cool, and maybe I should try it again. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I, I'm just enjoying the ghost, like, sending you SMS. Yeah. Let's send them apparition. Yeah. That's, a, that's a creepy word. Had, uh, what was that? I had, I had a a Star Trek communicator app on my phone one time. And so it always had like these bar graphs and lines that were moving in the background. Uh-huh. This one had something similar, all, right. all this stuff moving. And then it would pop up with a word and you could I, go back and look at the word it would, history. It would be funnier if they would have just given you the fucking EKG reader from Ghostbusters. Okay. So we had moved, one of those two and it moved up. So and we, down we and got an electromagnetic long. meter thing. And I, I want to go to this and I want to dress up like a ghostbuster. And so and I want to throw out a fucking power pack thing, or whatever. And like, uh, act like I'm sucking up ghosts. What are those things called? Shit. Proton pack, KG meter. What are the traps called? They're called traps, right? Yeah, but it's something else. The ghost trap. Pro, 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 pro. It's not proton. Cause that's where I was going. Anyway. Protagonist um, yeah. trap. They, they give you this EKG meter and supposedly if you ask a question and it'll start flashing. So Seth had that and he would hold it and like ask something and it would start flashing. And so I took it and went around the room and nothing really happened. And I handed it back to him and he asked a question and it started flashing. Um, I don't know. It's probably voice activated. Uh, and then they gave Wyatt a, a laser thermometer. A what? A laser thermometer, like oh, the one to shoot itself, yeah. and yeah, just to look for cold spots. 
Um, so let's see. Justin got me little nightmares for my birthday. And oh, yeah. I started playing. Whenever you start that game, it doesn't tell you anything. You have no idea where you are, what you're doing, or who you are. Okay. I had a feeling it was one of those kinds of games. I, that was one of the ones I played at that museum in Seattle. Um, but from all the all the uh, YouTube videos I've watched, I get I get what we're doing. Um, you're basically you're you're like three inches tall, and then there's all these really disfigured human looking things that are trying to eat you. Okay. And you're trying to get out without getting captured. And it's a puzzle game, basically. Are the um, kids watching you play? Yeah, I was playing it on the TV through my Steam. Whatchamacallit? Steam Link. Steam yeah. Link. Um, and we, we, we play that from time to time. But then Just Cause 3 went on sale for like six bucks with the uh, yeah. um, DLC stuff. With all the DLC. And so I got that, and I've been playing the shit out of that. Um, for the last five days or so, um, hmm. Just Cause Three was my first, whatever you call that game, take over all the bases game. Oh, I thought you did that in Just Cause Two or One. Yeah, that's I mean, what I'm saying. Yeah, the original Just, Just Cause is the oh, first okay. one of those I played, and um, it was one of. I mean, it was it was one of the first. I want to say, like, period. Um, I mean. First one came out quite a while ago. GTA, right? This is different than GTA. Not quite the same. Now, I'm just saying you still now, crack, 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 crack down, down came. No, actually, I think justice, just justice calls, just calls now, came San first, Andrea, or at least like came out the same. For whatever, Saints Row. for whatever reason, San Andreas decided to add that to where you had to go and take over all those little neighborhoods. Yeah, uh, yeah. but that was after Just Cause and. Probably after Far Cry came out too, the first one I think. I remember playing Mercenaries. That's what it first Far Cry came out in two thousand four. So then, yeah. I actually I remember specifically, Jeremy. Uh, I don't know why I remember this, but both Just Cause and uh, that other early Xbox Oh Crackdown, I, I believe, were games you got when you were using GameFly, right? Yes. Just Cause is the first game I ever got a hundred percent on on my Xbox too. Um, this one, um, the grappling hook is cooler. You can attach it. I don't, I ain't even going to pretend to know how exactly they explain that it works, <laughs> but you can like attach yeah. one to a wall and then throw another in like on a crate. And then it's not, it's only it's connected to the wall and the crate, but then you can make it move the crate over. So the line gets shorter when you hold the button down, but there's nothing, it's not like reeling on to anything. Right. Um, They're just like, video yeah. games, don't think about it. You're having fun, right? And you're like, yeah, I'm having so, fun. All right, then let's go. Let's go grab some shit. Having all the DLC, every time I load it in the game, the, the Texan guy that's been in all the games is like, hey, partner, I need you to come over here pronto. I got blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, whatever. I'll go see what he wants. So I go over there, and he's like, so in this game, you have a wingsuit. Um, instead of just a parachute, so you can kind of fly. And <clears throat> you're on the island of Medici, and there's this stuff called Bavarium that is very powerful, but I don't exactly know how yet because I haven't gotten that far in the game. But apparently the guy's mission is part of the DLC, and 
he gives you a powered wingsuit, so now I can fly like Superman all the time. Okay. Which is kind of... Nice. It kind of gets kind of cartoony, like Saints Row... What is it? Three? The one where they you get all the major yeah, powers? Yeah, the one that's the best superhero game I've ever played, and it's not even a superhero game. It, is, it, is, it was pretty dope. Um, for sure. So you can fly. You would dig that game, Matt. You can actually. fly all the time um, without a helicopter or anything. And there's these giant drones that you have to chase down. And then you, you follow the drones back to where they came from. And there's this giant airship, like the Brotherhood of Steel. And now that I've done that, it won't go away. So over the island of Medici, there's this giant Brotherhood of Steel airship that won't go away. And I'm like, this is kind of ruining the story for me a little bit. I'm yeah, supposed to be you, taking down a dictator. I, not. I think when they sell those packages, you should be able to turn off and on DLC. I think you can uncheck it at the main menu, yeah. but it downloaded it automatically, and I didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. But now there's this, and I don't want to like, I don't want to uninstall it and screw it up because I already did the first mission. But I also don't want that stupid airship up mm-hmm. in the air the whole time. So I guess I'm gonna have to go destroy it or bring it down or. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I can't do the next mission until something else happens, but I don't know what the something else is yet. Um, and then apparently Steam leaked Just Cause 4. Uh-huh. Yep. The ad to pre-order it accidentally. Yep. And they've shown footage of it. There's tornadoes. Yeah, the, the ad had like lightning and stuff. Um, and I haven't... I haven't seen it, but apparently the Walmart Canada leaked a whole bunch of shit on accident. Well, I think some of it's hit and miss. For release dates and whatever, I think they had leaked Just Cause 4, and then that showed up on Steam. Um, but I heard they had also leaked like Forza 5, and Forza 4 is not even out yet, or something like that. Yeah, they leaked a bunch of, a bunch of stuff, supposedly came out, and then like some of it's true. Some of it's been confirmed by E3, and then some of it's like, no, it's not even true. I feel like I feel like it's probably all true, but people are like, no, that's not true. We don't know what you're talking about. No, you are not stealing the notepad. Uh, Anything else? I hope not. All right. I'm Justin, done. what's up? Oh, what's up? What's up, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up with you? What's up? What's, what's up? up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um. Well, Jeremy... Got me Subnautica, so I talked about it last yeah, time. But um, and we all saw the tweets, so you ain't gotta talk about it anymore. I mean, yeah. I didn't see the tweets. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I was like, I had a kind of break there because I was, you know, I was needing some things. You know, it, well, Jeremy understands. So basically, you'll get to a point where you might come across a blueprint, and it's like. This blueprint requires a thing you've never heard of. And you're like, oh, okay. Um, so I, I just hit a few walls. And it was to the point where I knew that I just had to start looking stuff yep. up. Um, so I did. And it did not rob any enjoyment from me. I'm having, I, I spent a weekend, um, uh, you know, finding things I was missing and uh, looking this, that, and the other up. And, and like, I would give it maybe five or 10 minutes of 
of looking around. And then if I got sick of that, I would just look that shit up and figure out what I had to do next. And it did not take any enjoyment away from it. I have a submarine now. Well, I have a Seamoth. Yeah. Which is the, the first the first submarine you get. Is it just like a mini sub or something? Um, like a really small one or something? Yeah, it's like one of those little one-person yeah. Yeah. subs. It lets you go down to the depth that you need to go to at this point in the game. Well, so I guess I can ask you about that. I, I think I don't think I've been deeper than a little over 300 uh, meters. Yeah. Right. And the funny thing is, is that you get the, the sea moth. And um, I'm 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 not, not swimming around. I'm I'm tootling around in it, and I I hit 200 meters, and it's like pressure too high. I'm like, oh shit! And then I get out, and I swim down below 200 meters yes. with no problem. I don't know how so no human body ship I made can't take the pressure, but I can take the pressure. Um, it's the suit usually. Um, or the oxygen tank. Well, see, there's a, there's the, a certain the only level suit where I've your ever... oxygen tanks won't. You only get half. Your oxygen level goes down twice as fast once you get past a certain point. Yes. Um, and the only suit, I mean, I haven't looked up other suits. I, I assume there's more than one because the only suit I've ever uh, gotten is the radiation suit. Um, oh yeah, there's there's like a I'll, deep I'll, sea diving uh, suit. Okay, that 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 trucks that tracks. Um, I did upgrade. I've I've put the the extra hundred meters on the sea moth so I can go deeper, but uh, I haven't had to go much deeper than three hundred meters at this point. Um, it's it's definitely a game where you know it it, it is a game of thrones. Let me let me let me get this device so I can stop have, having to worry about this thing, and let me get that device so I can you know, take care of that thing. And, Oh, how do I get this device? Well, I need these materials. Well, so now I need to have, I need to go and find this rare thing like a uh, gel sacks um, are hard to come across, or at least they were until I realized where I needed to look for them. Uh, They're on my map. They're on um, the map. Yeah. I've, I've used your map. I've used other maps. Um, I'm actually at a save point right now. I had to abruptly uh, stop what I was doing last night. Uh, I am finally on the Aurora, which is the ship that you actually crash on the planet on. Um, And I'm still figuring that out. I haven't gone to a wiki yet because I I under because what I've learned about from from looking stuff up is that's the place to go if you're missing any blueprints. And I've come across a a few. But not near as much as I was expecting. But I'm I'm still exploring the actual ship. There's, there's a lot of blueprints in there, especially when you get into like the mech room. But they're not okay. Yeah, I, I basically just boarded the ship. There's like a bunch of area. I mean, I like I I kind of there are pieces. Uh, that I, you'll I went all the way still around, be missing even after that. Okay. Well, I don't. I have I have not gotten a radio signal. In a long time, so I don't figure there's any more of the. It's kind of funny. uh, This is this is a funny thing about the game. You don't see any humans, and at first I assumed it was a game where, for whatever reason, you're the only one on the ship, or maybe you're the only one that had a life pod eject because you get ejected out, and then it's like, oh, another life pod ejected, and oh, another life pod is out there. Oh, another one, and basically it's a game where 
you get to go to these life pods where horrible things happen to lots and lots of survivors that, that did make it off the mm-hmm. ship. <laughs> but inevitably something goes wrong with every single one of them. My favorite one is there's these, I don't know if it's like a rescue mission or something, but you get a signal where this guy's like, Hey, we might be the help you're looking. You're really looking for, uh, we'll be there in a few hours. Uh, and then we have to find a landing site. And then it actually gives you like a little timer, uh, when they get close. And I happen to be near the surface. So I was like, Oh, cool. I watch them come in and then they come in and I don't even remember what happened, but they explode in midair and all the parts fall into the ocean. So you weren't on the Island they were going to land on. No. Have you found the island they were going to land on? I have found a couple islands, which I was surprised about, but I have not. I found them earlier before I had uh, like before I had a laser yeah. cutter. Um, so I haven't I haven't gone back to any of those. I found you'll find I, I shouldn't be surprised by some of the stuff I come across. Like in my head, it was it, the game was you crash land. It's just you and there's alien life, but it's all like oceanic alien, you know, simple, simple minded life forms. Uh, and then I came across uh, vents in the ocean floor and not like natural vents. Like somebody has a, a structure down below and is like taking in water and spitting out yes. water here. And then I came across in a deep cave, uh, the water, uh, like abyss style. You could just like hop out of the water with a uh, against a like the water is being held vertically in this gate. And I walked in there, and there was some uh, what looks like an alien uh, portal. And I scanned it, and it's like, oh, you'll need further research, which is I assume a way of the game saying there's like three or four, however many of these, you need to find them all, and then you'll be able to do whatever you can That's do. Right. With them. Uh, so, still exploring the game. I mean, the game hid the islands interestingly because I was I was looking for something else. Because right, I mean, you don't see islands in your main area, and uh, I was I was I was out a ways and near the surface. And the way I turned my view, I was like, "Is there?" It, it almost looked like clipping geometry, like they had not hid something correctly uh, behind a, like these this mist. And so then I swam towards it. And the closer you get to it, the more it comes into focus. So basically, they kind of like tried to hide the islands a little bit behind some cloud formations. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Which because it worked. Because I the- I didn't I didn't think. Th- at no point did I think, oh, there's some weird cloud formations over there. I just assumed, like, there's nothing else out there. There's no islands here. Yeah, I mean, like, where I built my base, it was really not that far from one of the islands. And it wasn't until ah. um, I found it and noticed that I was only a few hundred meters from my base. I was like, wait, what? So I went backwards back to my base <laughs> and then watched as the clouds kind of went back over it. And I was like, oh, yeah, sneaky. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I definitely I definitely did not expect uh areas of the game that you would just be walking around in. <laughs> there there are forested areas with critters and whatnot. Um speaking of critters, uh I just got the electromagnetic field for my sea moth, which is some sort of um creature deterrent. Mm-hmm. But that is the first defensive or offensive thing I've gotten in the game. I'm I'm still missing some sort of propulsion cannon piece, I think. Oh, for the mech suit? Not for the... Well, I don't think it's for the mech suit. I assume there's some sort of handheld device that deters creatures. Uh, 
but maybe maybe not. I never built the I mean, propulsion cannon if, or the repulsion cannon. Yeah. So you can you can do the game without having anything in your hands to beat back enemies. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I I pretty much just run from everything that tries to eat me. Just make sure <laughs> if you find me. a cuttlefish egg that you get it and take it back to your base and hatch it. Okay. Because it's your pet. And it's I uh, I I have not been able to hatch anything yet because I'm still missing something for whatever the alien hatching device yeah. is. Um, but I and I was not doing anything. Um, so you basically you you have you you create this hand scanner map mm-hmm. just so you have an idea of what the hell we're talking about. And once you create that. You swim around and you can, you'll see a little like, well, it'll give you an indicator that you can scan something. So then you hold down the right button and it's, it's all the creatures. It's, um, like pieces, broken pieces of, from life pods. And that's how you identify flora and fauna, which is how you, like, it'll, it'll teach you because you scanned these acid mushrooms it'll teach you how to make uh, hydrochloric acid. Um, and then you can use that to, to build stuff. And then the other thing you're doing is you're trying to find um, pieces. Uh, and most, most blueprints for things you can create, like, uh, like, like parts for your habitat or whatever, you need like two to three pieces. So that's what I was bitching about on Twitter because I could not fucking find the third modification station piece. And then I finally did, um, but it's it's a lot of hunting around for pieces on the on the floor, um, and I I had like a little habitat that was kind of coming together. You know, you got to make your uh, 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 your your what do they call it? The moon floor base. Why do they call it that? I feel like that's what they call it though. Uh, it's the you, you got to make the thing that you can bring your seamoth up oh, into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got like an There's open a water yeah. area. Uh, and then I built a, yeah, maybe. Um, and then I built another room so I could put an aquarium into, and I finally put some, some glass windows in and I was like, oh, that's cool. I can see out. And then when I came back to my base later, I was like, oh, it's cool. I can see in. I mean, I knew I would be able to, but it wasn't until I, you know, finally did that. I'm like, okay, now I really want to build like an elaborate base and they give you a lot of ability to put together a, a cool base, not just a, like they don't just give you the pieces that you need to make a base for the, like the actual things you need to do. There's all kinds of cool little aesthetic touches, including blueprints for like office chairs. Yeah, so like my, my room, you really only need three rooms. You need a room to do your crafting, a scanner room and the one with the hole in the bottom. But I had like yeah. I had yeah. a bedroom, and there's these collectibles you can find, like model ships and stuff. So I had my bed, and it had yeah. the model ships on it. And there's these posters you can find um, of the mech suits, and I had the posters up on. Oh, that's cool! And then the big window to look out into the ocean, and mm-hmm. it, you could see the light coming out of my room for a long way away underwater. And wow. so instead of watching the compass, I would just kind of spin around and look for the light and head toward it. Jesus, that far away. Yeah. What? 
What's the purpose of this game again? To get off the island. Okay. Off or to planet? get off the planet. Sorry. Okay. You have to so figure out. Like you, okay. So yeah, it sounds funny. like you made. You got a pre-made. Like you just end up well, retiring. And st- you well, have, you have, to, have this bacterial to, infection that you can't cure. Okay. So you have to, you oh, have yeah, to cure the that. infection and then get off the planet. Well, I'll just cure the infection. And it is funny to your point, Matt. I was oh, like, well, why don't I just cure the infection? I'm good. You know, I'll be living on this planet. Well, yeah, to your to your point, because you have uh, like, a, I guess, AI in your suit and she'll talk to you like when you go too deep or, you know, to try to tell you like this area has a high chance of running into a Leviathan level life form. But she'll make sarcastic comments, too, in that kind of computery portal way. And when you. Like I think like the third or fourth thing you add to your base, she's like, it is worth reminding uh, the, you know, worth reminding the explorer that this is not a permanent home. <laughs> yeah. You're like, fuck that. I'm going to put my computer You will be here. charged for however much uh, of the resources you used whenever you get home. Yeah. Yeah. She'll tell you that. And then she'll say like current and she'll give you your current tally of like $12 billion or something. Um. But but to your point, the guy you want you want to get off the planet because you're by yourself and want to go home, but you could you theoretically could just stay there if you didn't yeah. want to go home. Yeah. Okay. And I will say that um, I've had a couple moments of fear of the darkness, uh, but all in all, it has not bothered me near as much as I thought it would. It's it's bothered me just the right amount, like. When I've gone into the particularly deep depths where it's really dark, uh, and I know that there's some really creepy shit down there, um, and when I was lights, you can just shine your light down and then swim down. Yeah, it's it's true. Um, uh, and when I was uh, uh, moving around the aurora on the far side, that got really creepy for me because there's, there's just of, there's I mean it's just really shit over there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, have you, so talking about Subnautica, I was reading something this morning. Um, a game called Raft. Yeah, it's on my wish list. That sounds okay. familiar. Uh, early access. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's early access. I know. So it got developed as like an independent <coughs> game, and they put it out. Oh, I remember. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like stranded in the middle of the ocean right. on this raft, and you have yeah, to make it bigger. And yeah, apparently, it's just like a, a building game where you just on this raft and you see pieces and stuff like that. And you're slowly adding stuff. And there, but there's a shark that's constantly just f- swimming around you and stuff like that. So you have and to worry about the eating shark. pieces of your raft off fighting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this looks, yeah. This looks yeah. I watched the trailer. I watched the trailer and I was like, Oh, cause it was like, since you played Subnautica, you may like raft. And I was like, all right, let me watch the trailer. You're right. I may like raft. I will add it to my wish list. So, uh, I was reading about it today for, uh, PC Gamer had interviewed the developer of it because uh, they were like they didn't expect it to be such a hit because apparently it's like in the top you know whatever of Steam sales. They were oh, like, wow. "What made so, you make this?" Really? And they're like, "Well, we played Subnautica." <laughs> <laughs> it is out. It came out in, on May twenty. Yeah, say um that when they first built it, they didn't have the shark in there, but it it gave them you know it gave you drive to yeah. a motivator. It gave or you fear. An- I was gonna say it, it gave you because there's no fear if you. I mean, there's nothing there to deter you from going out and getting stuff unless you have that short. Yeah, right. So. It's funny too because now, like 
the promotional imagery is the 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 person raising a hammer to <laughs> nail and and there's a shark right behind them like eating part of the raft. <laughs> so they so they tur- sure turned around yeah. on that shark. But uh it sounded interesting. Anything else, Justin? Um no. I mean, yeah, no. Okay. So Mandy's been watching um the unbreakable Kimmy, Kimmy Schmidt. Schmidt. Mm-hmm. That's fourth season. Fucking hilarious. There's something about it. But in a weird way. I think I didn't like that mm. some of the characters were dumb or I mean she's not Kimmy Schmidt is not dumb, but she's ignorant, I guess. Super she, naive. She in, right. she yeah. She was very ignorant. Years. Years. Whatever. I just there's something about the yeah. characters I just I I didn't much care for. I don't know. I mean I think the opening title is funny because it's it's a viral video of a it's like a YouTube video where someone auto tuned an interview of somebody after they got them out of the uh, uh-huh. out of the bunker. The guys like they're alive, damn it! So they turn that into an auto tune, and that's the theme song. Um, they went to the restaurant where Ghostbusters was filmed, and like okay, the Korean guy. That that likes Kimmy or whatever he does the same thing as Rick Moranis where he walks up to the window but he sees them like together and then he turns around and slumps down on the window and I was like oh look at Ghostbusters that's hilarious it's just I haven't been I'll go in there and watch maybe five or ten minutes of it and it's it's a goofy funny yeah like um it's had four Tina, seasons. Tina, Tina Fey. Tina Fey is a producer. Tina Fey and this other guy are Marsha Clark and um, the other lawyer guy, Chris Darden okay. from the OJ trial. That that makes yeah. It's a it's a lot of kind of Thirty Rock yeah. type people, yeah. and that's that's what always put me off Thirty Rock is because there's a lot of idiots on that show. You know what I mean? Uh, Tracy I mean Tracy Morgan. The, the 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 woman that still fancies herself a sex symbol, even though she's a little over the hill. Um, the 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 page. I don't know why. Right? Like, I mean, I mean, you know, we we like yeah. what we like. Yeah, I don't I don't think I could sit down and watch it, but it's it's definitely got parts where Mandy will call me in there and rewind it, and it's pretty funny. But I don't think I could sit down and watch it. What did I watch? I just finished something on Netflix. Boss Baby the series. No. Oh. No. That's actually pretty funny. Too. That, are they making a series? Yeah, they yes. turned Boss Baby into a series. Oh. Hmm. I saw that on a plane. Yeah. It wasn't you a terrible movie. It was a fucking weird movie. It is a weird movie. I think we watched it. Like, they, they, I, I think I like it because they go full in on their weird fucking concept. Yeah. Um,. I finished Flash. That's what I finished. I finished the season four. Yeah, season four of Flash. Have y'all seen Coco? It's Mm. awful. Justin. No, I want to see it. I thought you told me to watch it. Maybe Jeremy told me to watch it. That is a damn good movie. It's got a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's why it's new favorite movie, probably because it has skeletons in it. But it's a really good movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've heard nothing but good good things about it. I, I like that Netflix is still getting Disney movies. They're getting the fucking Last Jedi in this month, I think. Just it's one thing for them to get those movies. I mean, apparently the net, the the deal with Disney has not ended yet, but I mean that's they're getting that movie before premium channels will get that movie. Nice, you know. 
which is like okay, I guess so. Yeah, Thor Ragnarok on there now. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna start watching Winona Earp season two that got on Netflix this week. I watched the first season. Mm. Uh, first season was interesting. I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoy Van Helsing more though. Out of the two, uh, switching uh, gender bender shows that have come out. Um, yeah. Are the, I assume these are both Canadian shows. They're <laughs> both like Canadian sci-fi original shows or something. Right. Um, I feel like I watched the first episode of that. Didn't but they're good. I, st- I tried to watch Mob Psycho 100. and Oh, uh, that anime from the creator of... Well, okay. Well, if it is the anime, then I tried to watch the live action Mob Psycho 100. What? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Um, what? I had no idea this existed. And it's like, it's bad. It's so bad. But is it so bad it's good? Huh. Like Serial Mom? No. Oh. It. Hmm. It's bad, I think, because it is live action and trying to be an anime. And the anime is probably like goofy. And so because it's... The anime... It, because yeah. it's a live action version where it's trying to be goofy, it's just all like, this is this is dumb. This is goofy? This is dumb. Like this, I don't like this at all. Like I would probably like it more if it was an anime. And all I could think while I was watching was like, people like this, but it's probably because it's anime. But yeah, uh, I started on this movie Orbiter Nine on Netflix. Is it a documentary? And I didn't realize like it, it popped up and it was like, yeah, you should watch. It's a sci-fi movie, and but it's it's a Spanish movie. It's Spanish. Huh. Like uh like Spain uh, or think, Mex- uh, yeah Spain. I want to say it's it may be Mexican based. Is it in Spanish or Mexican? It says the initial release was in okay. Spain, so I mean who knows. Yeah. Um but it was interesting. I, I made it halfway through and I quit watching. I mean, I, it wasn't cuz I didn't enjoy okay. it. Um but I was just watching it in the morning and I went to go do other things. Um hmm. Let's see. I've been keeping up with Ancient Aliens, and I have learned... Look, your, your segment passed. You had on. your opportunity. You're looking. I'm filling in the gaps. <laughs> I have learned that Ancient Alien theorists say yes. Uh, I'm surprised you guys don't play hmm. HQ. What's HQ? Oh, yeah. That sounds very much like a Jeremy, a, Mandy well, I mean, kind of you thing. You get to make money off of it, apparently. Uh, so, you like, did on Diablo, yeah, too. 2 p.m. At 2 p.m. and 8 p.m., on most nights, they do live trivia, and it's twelve questions. And if you get all twelve <sighs> questions right, Mandy you win tried, some money. Mandy tried to give me, yeah. So, I gotta say, Matt. I mean, we uh, we kind of moved fast, but I, I looked. I Google image searched Orbiter uh-huh. Nine, and it looks like Subnautica the movie. I mean, if I didn't know anything else about it, I would say it's Subnautica the movie. <laughs> but it's all in space. It has nothing to do with. Oh really? Because like all the pictures show them like underwater and like water stuff. Well, not all the pictures, but there's a couple shots where. Well, I mean, I can tell you how the tunnels. first half goes that I watched. Yeah. No, that's um, it's basically a Twilight Zone ish episode from the first half. Outer, uh-huh. lim- outer more outer limits, outer limits. It's definitely more outer limits, right? Because it's got a twist. Did you oh, look? There they are in the glass Did tube you? that went between my craft room and my scanner room. Did you? What did I? What? I was gonna ask you, Matt, if you ever saw Moon. Yeah, we. Wa- I thought we watched it. 
Okay, I had a feeling it seemed like we had seen that one together. Yeah. That's a good example of like a sci-fi premise yeah. that's basically a Outer Limits yeah. episode. Um, I'm sorry, but if I Google the name of a show, I don't want to see the actors standing in front of like they're at an award show. Oh. I want to see pictures of the show. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm surprised that you should download HQ and you should get signed up for that. And uh, you should try that. Like all the pictures are like this. They're in a glass tube in an aquarium. All right. Uh, I'm back to playing Pokemon Go. Ugh. Uh, that game has changed so up. So last year. The game has changed up quite a bit. Uh, no police and fire stations? In the two years. Really? Um, so gyms now have raids that happen periodically. Um, and gyms don't have the tier system anymore. Uh, so, you know, you'd have to like fight it up or whatever to, in order for you to get your guy in there or you'd have to knock it, you know, knock all these levels down of gyms. Uh, now it's once a gym's controlled up to six creatures, up to six Pokemon can be put in there, but only one of each type. Uh, so, you know, if you have a Snorlax, you can't have two Snorlaxes in there. Um, hmm. And so periodically, gyms will have raids on them. So what that happens is like they get, uh, you'll get a timer over it and like for the, you know, it tell you in an hour there's going to be a raid here and it counts down and it shows you like this egg on top and based on the egg, it shows you the, it's the difficulty of doing the raid. And you have basically. So the raid is not insta- in, instigated by players. It just yeah. randomly happens when the game decides. Yeah, it'll it say, all right, this raid is going to happen here at like 8.05. And so at 7.05, a, a timer will show up on top of that gym and a little egg. And the egg, based on what it looks like, will depend on the rarity uh, and the difficulty of it. And so what you end up doing is then at 8.05, the raid happens and it lasts for, I think, 45 minutes or so. And so you can go to that location and you can get in queue. And then for two minutes, it'll look for other people and it had like a three Pokemon code. So it said code in the upper right-hand corner, and it had three different Pokemon. I guess you can give that to friends and stuff, and they can join the raid with you. And uh, so you'll sit there in, in a lobby for two minutes, and then the raid will start. And you can see the creature and the, the combat power of it and everything before you start. And if you beat it, uh, I think you have two minutes to beat it, or three minutes to beat it. Three minutes, I think. Uh, if you beat it, then based on how much you contributed and all this stuff, you get these special... Uh, um, balls to throw at the bot that the Pokemon you just beat to try to capture it. And, uh, apparently they have like shiny versions of stuff, which is the shiny version is like an alternate color or a, a different look. It's for, the foil version. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. That's been a, a classic and, hallmark uh, of Pokemon. Let's see what else. Uh, weather boosts, uh, weather. Wait, Matt, just, just so I understand. So when you say gyms are changed, are they like completely changed? Like you don't so, even put your Pokemon no, you put in there your anymore. Pokemon in there, um, and okay. then over time, but other people can take right. it. So when they don't take it, they just beat your Pokemon. Yikes. and It comes back to you. I mean, I thought you said you could try to capture the no, Pokemon. That's for raids. So raid is but, well, that's, so like the gym transforms. But you're raiding a gym, right? The gym transforms into a raid. For that 45 minutes that the raid's happening. Like, your Pokemon's locked in. And so, diff- 
Like, like okay. if I went to a gym and I beat the gym or I put my Pokemon in that gym, as soon as the raid starts, nobody can attack that gym for 45 minutes. The, basically, the only thing you can do is do a raid there. Um, okay. And then so for that 45 minutes, yeah, and after that 45 minutes is done, then your Pokemon show back up in the gym. Um, over, over a period of time, uh, your Pokemon have motivation. And over a period of time, it degrades. So along with the combat power. So if I put a 2,000, and apparently it's exponential. So the higher number you put in, the faster it loses up until a certain point. It's like, uh, uh, what's the, when you're falling, you have a certain speed that you, what's that? Terminal velocity. Terminal velocity. Yeah, so basically you have that. And like at a certain point, you you know, it or whatever you call the spectrum where it starts out really fast, then when it gets, you know, it gets slower and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so if you put a combat Pokemon into a gym at 2,000, uh, he'll have a heart on him. Then that's the motivation. It's a full heart. And then slowly over time, he'll lose motivation. And once he gets beat and he has no motivation, then he comes back to the person. And there can be six Pokemon in a gym, different types. Um, you need to make shirts like that. And then you wear it when you go to work and you have like a full heart. And then by the t- over eight hours, it goes down. And then at the end of eight hours, why don't you work on that? You go home. Yeah, work on that. I could do it. it okay, just, do it. Make that shirt. It would be hard to wash because it's covered with lights. That's not true. They make those those kind of shirts. I know, but it's still, I don't think you can wash those in the washing machine. Well, you probably take them dry cleaners. Anyways, uh, Pokemon get boosted by the weather. Uh, so today it was uh, partly cloudy, and it's so on the screen it was showing like rain and stuff, and so it boosts like certain certain types of Pokemon but, based but it on the weather. Raining. I don't know. Okay, I'm just telling you what the game was showing today. Oh. I, I mean, it does it raining. actually go by the weather? Or did it just make shit up? It's supposed to go by the weather. Oh, okay. Most most of the, last week it was mostly sunny, so. Uh, or it was all sunny, and so it had sun, and it boosted off like three different kind of. It doesn't matter. Alexa, stuff. Alexa told me it wasn't going to rain Friday or Saturday, and we ended up getting an inch and a half of rain. Yeah, three quarters of an inch both days. So you can't trust the weather anyway. Um, but yeah, it's it's like completely changed up now. Um, it's just really interesting. Uh, I'm almost I'm almost about to evolve my Magikarp. Because they do events now, um, so right now they're doing a water event. So there's a lot more water Pokemon that are showing up. Magikarps, the well one, I think you said it's called like Wellmer. Uh, yeah, Wellmer. yeah. And uh, my, my, Wel- name, Wellmer. My, my name is Wellmer. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, <laughs> won't you be my friend? He hangs out with the bumblebee. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so I mean. It's just, and, and now you have like, uh, somewhat like when you go to a Pokestop, you get these like field research things. So they're like quests almost. Um, so right now I have the, I have catch, I got three quests, catch 10 normal type Pokemon and I'll get five of the, uh, blue Pokeballs as a reward for that. And then I have two quests of battle in a gym and both of those, the reward will be a Pokemon will show up and I'll try to capture that. And then you got a special one, which is like a, a legendary or mythic. I think mythic is what they call it. Mythic quest, which is yeah. you're trying to get them new. And uh, I think they have some other mythic things. Um, but yeah, 
It's it's and you know you walk with your buddy and you earn candy that way and they got a bunch of different other items in there and stuff like that. So it's definitely changed up from when we first started and they got a lot more Pokemon added to it. Um, two more generations of Pokemon. So it's interesting. Do you still uh, try to catch ball with like the the curve mm-hmm. ball mm-hmm. maneuver or is that old? No, hat? you still do that. You still get bonuses okay. for that and um. Like right now, I have to like uh, you'll get quests that are like make five great throws or make five curve throws and consecutive consecutive hmm. throws and stuff like that. So you know, there's stuff to there's challenges and stuff like that to beat. But it's funny just reading on uh, Reddit and people are like, "Man, I've got this IV blah blah," and I'm like, "I don't even know what the fuck you kids are talking about." Like, I mean, I get IV, but like, I don't know, man. It's like whatever. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's a value, like something value, yeah. And it's supposed to be like what you're really trying to get in your Pokemon. It's like a like it makes it oh. so that like your Pokemon are like better than all the other Pokemon. So it's like if if my Wow Pet is PB or B or SS or right, sure, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. yes, yes, yeah, it's like this this Pokemon's gonna come with. 15 to 17 on attack and you want the one that has a 17 on attack it's like it's like the pb and s's but apparently there's like calculators out there and i'm like i don't even know how do you look at stats i don't even know how to look at stats i remember hearing and thinking about this two years ago when we were into this but i don't remember what you had to do to find out and then some of these pokemon will be weather boosted so if you call if you i think if you catch them when they're in that they have boosted stats or something. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Um, well, I know having, having played one of the traditional Pokemon games, like if you had a water Pokemon and you fought while it was raining, it would, it would boost your, your Pokemon stats a little bit. So maybe, maybe maybe you, you know, if you, maybe if you're fighting with a water Pokemon when it's raining, they fight harder. I know it says here, uh, boosted types, uh, so right now it's partly cloudy, so normal and rock are boosted right now. And it says, these Pokemon types are stronger, appear more frequently, and give bonus Stardust when caught. Hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm having, a, I'm having a decent time with it. It's interesting. Um, I'll probably give it up in another month, so whatever. <laughs> hey, whatever, you know. Um, most, most games are fleeting, so ain't nothing wrong with that. So I, I told a listener AM on uh, on Twitter on Twitter that we would uh, do the Skyrim for Alexa. So um, I can't believe that's a real thing. I thought it was total bullshit when they did the the pre- at the press conference. I thought it was just yeah, like so a goof. I brought in my I brought in my uh, my my other one here from bedroom. So computer, play Skyrim. Oh God! Here we go. She, she's she's a bit hard to hear. Oh wait, hold. All right, see if you can. Uh, uh, what, what? Repeat. Welcome back to Skyrim Adventurer. You scroll through your journal menu for a refresher on your quest. You agreed to help an Altmar candle maker by retrieving her set of silver candlesticks from a haunted cave. You were about to decide where to go. There are two ways forward. A rope walkway to a corridor in a damp tunnel. Which do you choose? 
rope walkway? Welcome yeah. back to Skyrim Adventurer. You scroll through your journal menu for a refresher on your quest. Can you can you hear it okay though, Justin? Yes. I mean, she's still quiet, but I, I can make her out. You were about to decide where to go. There are two ways forward. A rope Even better. walkway to a corridor in a damp tunnel. Which do you choose? Rope walkway. Say it. Welcome back to Skyrim Adventurer. <laughs> you scroll through your journal menu for a Maybe you have to say her quest. name and then that should work. I wouldn't think so. By retrieving her set of silver candlesticks from a oh, haunted cave. Oh. You were about oh. to decide where to go. There are two ways forward. A rope walkway to a corridor in a damp tunnel. Which do you choose? The rope walkway. Welcome you back. move deeper into the cave. <laughs> Animal tracks appear in the soft mud of the cave floor. These are new. A dragger thrall blocks the way. Something what? hidden is controlling it. And that something wants you dead. You can attack with weapon, cast spell, use shout, or flee. What would you like to do? You shout. Foos. Your mighty thun crashes into your foe. Your thun grows mighty. Your shout skill has increased to level 2. The dragger thrall strikes you with its ancient sword. You take 6 damage. What would you like to do? Attack with sword. This is like playing D and D. Mighty shout slams the dragon thrall into the dirt. Choose weapons. I did. I did see a tweet about somebody uh, trying to do this, and it kept not understanding him. Parry the blow. What would you like to do? Weapon. Your war axe chops the dragon thrall. Your attack was not very effective. The dragon thrall strikes you with its ancient sword. You take six damage. What would you like to do? Cast spell. Cast spell. Your sparks zap the dragon thrall. Thunder fills the room. It glows with electrical magic before combusting into pieces. You have triumphed. You have 83 health. Your magic skill has increased to level 2. You have learned new spells. There are three paths forward, an excavated mineshaft, a pitch black tunnel, and a decaying old door. Which do you choose? Decaying old door. Decaying old door. You move deeper into the cave. Lit candles rest on a rocky ledge. Whatever. Some else has been here recently, it seems. You're nearly finished here, you realize. Of course, the hardest battle is yet to come. The room brightens up with another worldly light. A flame atronach twists in the air blocking your path. You can attack with weapon, cast spell, use shout, or flee. What would you like to do? Flee. No true hero of Skyrim would flee in the face of a boss battle. You can attack with weapon, cast spell, use shout, or flee. What would you like to do? Flee! Shout. There is no turning back now. Okay. You must face this final threat. You can attack with weapon, oh, cast spell, use Yell shout, or flee. What would you like to do? Cast spell. Your sparks shock the flame Adronach. Your attack was not very effective. Oh. I'm about to use some shouts then, I guess. Your magicka swells with arcane power. Your magic skill has increased to level 3. The flame atronach hurls a ball of fire at you. You take 16 damage. Damn! What would you like to do? You shout. Fusro. Your mighty shout slams the flame atronach into the dirt. The flame atronach hurls a ball of fire at you. You take 16 damage. Damn! What would you like to do? You shout. Fusro. Your mighty thun crashes into your foe. Who's throws a ball of fire at you. You take 16 damage. What would you like to do? Use weapon. Use weapon. 
Your war axe chops the flame Adronach. The flame Adronach hurls a ball of fire at you. You take 16 damage. What would you like to do? You spell. Your sparks shock the flame. That wasn't very effective last time. It won't be getting back up. You are victorious. What? Woo! Your health is at 19. Oh, okay. You pick up the set of silver candlesticks, Woo! determined to return it to its rightful owner. You hop down a ledge and find yourself at the cave's entrance. The Aldmer Candlemaker thanks you for retrieving her set of silver candlesticks. How could she live with it? As a reward, she gives you a lock of hair. Gross. Who does this belong to? You head out on the road. After stopping to create a useless potion from jazz-baked grapes and a chicken egg, you arrive at a crossroads. In one direction is a Daedric Shrine, in the other is a fishing camp. Where would you like to go? Computer, stop. Safe travels, adventurer. Alright, and then you can just pick up. I need an Echo Show to play this. <laughs> I need to be able to read it. I wonder how much uh, they put into it. You know, like how much can you do? It seems pretty yeah. shallow, but... It's freaking... Oh, what's the name of that game? Starts Zork? From, yeah, it's freaking Zork. Out loud, which I've... I've tried to play other games like that. On my yeah. computer, I can't. Dr. Spazzo plays Zork. Yeah, I can't. I can't keep up with it without it being written down. Um, You're going to have to draw a map yourself. One thing I have is... I was... I was uh, Updating the settings on my uh, Surface Pro before we started recording. And so I went to go change the timeout from when the, the screen will go black. Um, and uh, it was like, okay, you got a drop down list. But it was a settings page where I didn't have a save button. I hate that shit. And I was like, this really fucking annoys me because it's like, mm. did you did you take the shit? Did it accept? Did, did you, are, as soon as I pick it, you accept it? I mean, like... I don't. Mm. I need. Yeah. I need save buttons. I need like. I need to know. Yeah, I need feedback. Or if, or if you're gonna do that, throw some text up that says yeah. uh, "change is saved." Yeah, like in Google Sheets, there's no save button, but at the top it'll say "all setting all changes saved in Drive." Yeah. So I don't know. I just want. I want save buttons. I agree. Let me control mm-hmm. when you save. Yes. Makes me think of like auto saves in games, man. Like. What was it? I was worried about that in Subnautica because I finally found some shit that I was looking for, and then I was a dumbass and didn't make it back to my ship in time. Um, and uh, so it it reloaded me. Well, I mean, it didn't reload me because I don't know what happens, but when you run out of oxygen, you luckily just appear back yes. at your vessel or at your home base. Um, uh, with with without most of the shit that you were picking up. Uh, but I was able to reload. I was worried it was going to autosave, but it is not. Yeah, I I was uh, I saw somebody tweet about like they let their kid play a game or something like that. And <laughs> like, yep, yep, I can't go back to mm. that now. Uh, yeah, I'm always very selective. Like, like just cause there's uh, the kids they can't touch that. <laughs> don't touch that just cause. They'll they'll fuck that up. <laughs> Uh, even there, more so I mean, if you're limited resources like gun ammo and stuff like that. This one you don't have to. You just walk up to. You'll be driving and there'll be like a outpost or like a, gar, a gate on the side of the road and like this thing will pop up and it's like weapons and say, like, oh, "Okay, I'll just walk up to." It I wish. I wish in most games that have limited resources uh, for weapons, they would tell you your progress in a level. Like 
Like, at least show me, like, on a mini-map or, like, a little thing at the top of slider. Show me how far along I am in the level so I know I can be more sparingly with my resource, with my ammo and stuff. Because it makes me think of, like, uh, when I played Alan Wake, and I think I had, like, a, like a flare gun or something like that that was, like, really powerful in that game. And it was like, I don't want to waste it on this. I don't want to waste it on yeah. this. And you know, now that I think about it, I don't think <laughs> I don't think they could break just cause. I, I definitely wouldn't want them to touch house flipper because you only get you only get the houses you get. You know, <laughs> I like how I like how you're more protective over like well, the I don't really think, bad game. Well, I don't think they can do it. anything in just cause that I can't just pick up where they left off and yeah. that's where I left off. But in house flipper, if Seth goes and buys a house and then sells it for a hundred dollars. I can't get that house back. I would have to start a new game to do that house. And you would... But yeah, but at the end of it, you wouldn't be like, I feel less complete because I wasn't able to flip that one house. Well, it depends. If that's the only house that has two bathtubs, then I'll never be able to sell to that one guy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're not going to be able to sell everything to everybody. No, there should be... every Every group, every person that can buy has an achievement. So there should be a house that you can sell. Oh, that's garbage. To every person, as long as you build it correctly. Now, if you go and build like the big family house, um, I built this huge family house and um, it had all the bedrooms. It had what I considered a family room. It called it the um, home cinema. It had okay. two TVs, like a, Jeez, a, two TVs. It was a big basement. It had, it had two TVs, a giant sound system, like a, a, a seating area where you could play table games, um, recliners, poofy chairs. Um, but they didn't consider that a family room, so they didn't buy it. It went to a couple huh. um, that wanted a lot of bedrooms for their growing family. And so I ended up to sell to the family. I ended up, there was another house. I turned the office into a bedroom. I took the master bedroom that was large and put a wall in the middle of it to turn into two bedrooms. So there'd be enough bedrooms for their family. And I put a desk in every one of them so that they had their desk requirement and they still, I ended up selling to them. So you can, you can get around it. Mm -hmm. It's just, okay. Anyway, uh, I don't have anything else. Justin, you got anything else? No. We any letters. We did get a letter. It came in from uh, Jennifer. And it's sternly worded. Uh, she wanted to uh, basically point out how... Uh, how much of a bitch you are. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, she wrote in and says, Pax, hey Matt, yes, I have spent time in the classic console and regular console gaming area at Pax. That is because I am an introvert and being around too many people for too long exhausts and stresses me out. Here, here. Those areas are great when you need a little time to get away. However, there are plenty of fun things to do at PAX, things I've done in the past. Playing a Don't Starve Together tournament. Uh, played in a Super Smash Brothers tournament. Gone to panel discussions or a concert at the Symphony Hall. Hung. Also a good way to unwind and, and get away from people is to just sit in a panel. <laughs> Hung out in the indie game development section. Uh, trying out new games and talking to developers. Uh, beat a Final Fantasy fourteen boss to get a t-shirt. Uh, stood on a corner making fangirl eyes at Jeff Green because I was too shy to introduce myself. And play tabletop games. Uh, one of the best things about a convention as large as PAX is that each person can make it their own. 
I suggest you download the PAX app and look at last year's schedule so that you can get an idea of what it what it will be like. Also, we're going to eat a lot of good food and have many other adventures while you're in town. See you soon, Jennifer. When is that? Uh, it's the end of August. Labor Day. Um, I was thinking, like, yeah, going to a panel is good, except for when you probably want to go to that D&D panel. Because I'm sure that thing is packed as shit. Yeah, but the people giving it are really good stories. Acquisitions, oh, Inked. Acquisitions, like, yeah. You enter the room, and there are 5,000 D&D players. And whatever that other Acquisition, Inc. Uh, There's a troll here. So, um, But yeah, I look forward to it. Um, I'm going to be busy this year, going to plenty of conventions. So, Yeah. Uh, should be fun. Uh, I look forward to it. Um, and uh, once again, uh, we'll, you know, Justin and I will be at PAX and we can do any kind of meetups. If people want to try to meet up something or do something, just let us know. Um, I will also be at PAX Unplugged in November, hopefully. Uh, I've got it tentatively off. So hopefully uh, I'll be up there this year at PAX Unplugged in Philadelphia. Um, Wait, is that like the week before or, or after That's in BlizzCon? November, last week of November. So after oh, Thanksgiving. So it's like three weeks after. So, um, but yeah, look forward to that too. Uh, anything, Jeremy, anything you had to say? No? Okay. Nope. If you like to send us an email, you can do so at letter at outlandishpodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash outlandishpodcast. You can follow us on Twitter, outlandishcast. You can follow Jeremy Outlandish Jerry. You can follow me Outlandish Matt. You can follow Justin Outlandish Beats. Uh, thanks for listening to episode 395, and we'll catch you in 396. We bid you adieu until then. Goodbye. Bye, bye, bye. There you go. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you, Outlandish. Good enough.